0: Welcome to this moment. I'm Pastor Randy, one of the pastors here. The song of the dance says, when you're caught in the crossfires of hope and regret, there's that tension going on. We try to be our savior. We try to make it happen. We try to work it out. Would you just pray with me right now? Lord, we're asking you to come right now. Jesus, you come in your break-out power. That's what Easter is about, your break. power. Holy Spirit, you come and break up. You break up the ruts in our minds, in our hearts, in our life. And Jesus, you break through the enemy lines that are holding us captive, that are keeping us down. And God, when we do that, you will break out with a holy blessing that we will be surprised by. And Lord, we just thank you for that in your name. Amen. Uh, The story is going to be a little bit different today because I'm starting in Micah. And in Micah, the prophet speaks about a subject that's going on right there, but also speaks to today. And what he says, very simply, is that uh, I just want you to realize sorrow is awaiting you. Now, that's not a great Easter start, but sorrow is awaiting you. Your evil is being rewarded with evil. You walk around proud. And yet... Yet in all of this, you rise against me and are upset with God. It's, it continues, you want a prophet, a teacher who will not tell you these things, but will speak other things to you. But in spite of all of this, here's what I want you to know. There is hope of restoration. There is still hope of restoration of everything being restored today Jesus offers this window of time this time of mercy and as we're stuck in our trenches as we're stuck in these places Micah says I want you to know God has a breakout for you the word trenches simply means having had a rough time anyone had a rough time tell them i had a rough time just tell them no you've had a rough time all right uh rappers kind of refer to it as a dangerous neighborhood where you see people die uh or the bodily shutting down because you're so intoxicated you just shut down fatigue short-term memory uh or warfare the ditches where one enemy is facing the other and they're dug into ditches and they're just fighting back and forth from those ditches heavy warfare I can say that we're in trenches right now of anxiety. I mean, every time you go to the gas pump, there's anxiety, what happens, right? Uh, We're caught in the stress of radical changes. Things are happening faster now than have ever happened in history. Changes in what is a family, changes in the government, changes in education, changes in the culture, changes in entertainment, changes in family and in the business. We're just overwhelmed by, by all the voices and all the different conflicting stories and all the different things that are going on. There's even signs of uncertainty when you look at the prophecy that comes from the Bible. Things are predicted thousands of years ago, and now when we hear about them, oh man, I don't know, it doesn't make me easy. I, I need to find the, the trenches. It's like the alliance of Russia. Iran and China. That was predicted in the Bible thousands of years ago. No one thought it was possible. They were enemies, yet they've come together. The prediction of nuclear war was in the Bible with Ezekiel. And Iran believes that it's going to be a nuclear bomb that brings back their past dead religious leader. So there are personal trenches. There are stuff that you and I are dealing with. There are battle lines that are drawn. They're trying to keep us down, and and we're, we're, we're being feeling overwhelmed. But there's also another one. There's an Easter hope of God's breakout. And when He breaks out, there is a blessing. There is something that is poured out that will surprise you, that will overwhelm you. So let's see where you would go when life happens to you. Who do you look to? Watch this video.
1: I was at a church working and um, working with my daughter and her issues that she was going through with mental health, and suddenly in a few months after that, God had told me to stop working, which was not easy to trust him for my finances, but God is bigger, and I continued to stay faithful in that, and um, my world came crashing down even more on September 10th of 2021 because um, I just was trying to go to get an MRI done and the technician uh, was not kind and was yelling and that just really made me bring back all of the rejection issues that I have dealt with and, and not being worth it and my world just became darker and darker.
2: So I'm, I'm on my way to go on a fishing trip. I'm passing a slow-moving group of vehicles and I cause a head-on collision before they put me into the helicopter. I'm on the ground. And that's the point where I hear the people talking about the the other, the people in the other vehicle. And that's the first point I realized that they, that they were killed. Obviously, I start thinking about you know, the ramifications of what's gonna happen now. Uh, when I'm in the emergency room the first time uh, my brother comes in he sees me, he tells me that uh, you know, I'm gonna need some I, I need some legal representation. I'm gonna need an attorney. I'm gonna not only need a, a criminal attorney, but I'm gonna need a civil attorney as well. Uh, I've been in a serious car accident. I don't know I'm, I'm not gonna get to keep my job. I don't know when I'm gonna be back to work. Uh, but my brother tells me that, You know, my company's going to provide me all the legal representation I need for both sides of uh, this event, basically. They're going to provide me a criminal attorney, and they're going to provide me a a
1: civil attorney. And I started to have really bad panic attacks that I've never had um, for two months. I couldn't drive by myself. I couldn't um, live by myself, which I did. I couldn't be by myself. Um, I couldn't watch TV, just everything. I was on the floor um, crying out to God. I couldn't sleep at night and just continue to seek God. I felt like he wasn't near, but I know he was, but it was part of the lies of the enemy that just continued to tell me that I wasn't going to be good enough.
2: So I think it's two months, three months, maybe, uh, mm-hmm. the California Highway patrol shows up at my house. Uh, they're there to give me my, uh, citation and to take me into custody Uh, i've been charged with two counts of felony vehicular manslaughter so we go to court Uh, my attorneys expecting just be a typical arraignment they're going to go through the process of uh, my charges um the judge reads the you know documentation on the case and she determines that i'm a hazard to the public and that i'm a dangerous guy that i need to go to jail so they take me into
1: custody I was at a church working and. um
0: So where do you go when life hits you like that? I know Bill was devastated knowing somebody was killed because of an accident. Where, Where do you go with that? Your marriage has fallen apart. Things have gone totally south. It's not what you expected. The voices in your head are declaring other things. You're in trenches you're trying to figure out what to do grab your notes follow along with me when jesus came back to the earth it was that type of a dark moment uncertain time there's a foreign ruthless government the romans there is pain there is cruelty there is darkness there is a deep darkness the religious group uh, their answer were books of uh, of rules 500 books of how to wash your hands how to do all these things these rules these mandates and they've gotten away from a relationship with god god has been forgotten and again god has been remade into something else and what the scriptures have said hope has been deferred when will the messiah when will the end when will this change And the world has grown dark. And Micah the prophet declares God's word in chapter two, verses 12 through 13. For today I surely will assemble all of you like a flock in the pasture. They shall make a loud sound. That's us because of so many people. Then starting at verse 13. The one who breaks open will come out before you they will break out. They will pass through the gate. They will go out through the gate. What is holding them? What is keeping them back? There's going to be a break out and their king will pass for, before them. God the Lord will pass before them and the Lord is at their head. He is leading them. He is going, he says, follow me. No longer will you be a captive. Inside your notes, Easter is a breaking. It's a breaking in three ways. First, it is a breaking up. Now, that's personal. Breaking up is, is always very personal, all right? And so, Hosea in ten twelve says, Plant good seeds of righteousness, and you will have a harvest, a crop of love. You plant the seeds and hope, and love is going to come back overwhelming you. But you've got to plow up the hard ground of your hearts. Put your hand right here. You've got to plow up this ground right here. For now is the time to seek the Lord, that he may come and shower his righteousness, shower his love on you. Foul ground, if, if, because I grew up in a farm, I understand it, is ground that's gotten hardened, unfruitful. It used to produce crop, but now it just, it just kind of lays there dormant. It's ground that once produced, but is stopped. Other things have taken priority. And where have they taken priority? Right here. And this ground gets hard. Because other things are important. Other things are distracting. We need God to break it up. Because when that ground is breaking up, then it can give us the seeds of hope. Then it can give us seeds of promise. Then it can grow a crop of love there's a crushing that must happen. In that breaking up, in that grinding, in that pressing, in that shaping that goes on, the ground is broken up. So there can be a crop that bursts forth. The crowd, the clouds above, they break up and they begin to rain. A seed is broken and out of it comes a crop of seeds. Seeds are then ground up as it is into flour. And out of that you make bread and you're given bread. The bread is broken up and out of that, as you eat it, it gives you strength. God says, I wanna take you to another level. I wanna take you out of these trenches. I wanna take you to a place that I purpose, that I've designed for you, but I need to break up. I need to break up that hardness that's in you. I need to break up your limiting thoughts have you ever listened to how you talk to yourself i mean you would talk to nobody that way but you talk to yourself that way what are you doing you're so stupid what's wrong with you we need to break that up we need to let god help us with that self-imposed limitations well i'll never be able to do that i'll never do god can do all things through you you need to break that up your past Hey guys, break up with your past, get rid of it. You keep reliving it, you keep thinking about it, you keep having shame, all this stuff that's going on, it's time for you to break up, get rid of it. You don't need it anymore. You need to break up with having people's approval. Going around getting polls. You know, we run around everywhere getting polls. Well, what do you think about this? Should I do this, should I do that? What should I do with my life now? What do you think? Are you serious? Most of those people are just as messed up as we are. So why are we going to them? (laughs) We need to break up. You'll never, you never can change your name, your future, if your present circumstances and by your past trouble. You you think you're going to say, here's what my future is, and you look at your circumstances. That's the wrong way to do it. But this isn't positive thinking. This isn't a a quote I want you to put on your mirror. It has nothing to do with it. This is just a fact to declare to you. I need to let Jesus come in and break up my hard heart, break up my wrong thoughts. Do you know the vows that you made in anger? I'll never let somebody do that to me. I'll never be without funds anymore, I'll never. Because they're made in anger because they're made in the wrong fear they begin to limit you they begin to shape you they begin to keep you down we need to break up with these things we need to let God break up our wrong systems our self deception our judgments I I'm just not enough I'm just a failure something's always wrong with me we need to break of that. Jesus needs to do that with our unforgiveness. You know what that unforgiveness does? It doesn't punish anyone else. It chains me. It changed me to a moment. It changes me to a time. It's time to break up with that with our anger to let jesus take our harvest of sin that has been sown and now our crop is coming up and put the cross between us and that crop because here's the thing about sowing and reaping whether it's good or bad when you sow bad judgments about other people when you show bad judgments about yourself you get a crop back that's what started in genesis i'm going to multiply it we brought sin in I have to multiply it. I don't want to, but it has to be. We need to put the cross between that so we don't reap that, to give us forgiveness, to give us worth, to give us right standing. When you stand before God, he doesn't go, were you good enough? He looks and see if the blood of Jesus had been applied and says, he says, you're worthy, come. There's the difference. You must break up. Whatever has your heart, whatever has your thoughts, we need to break up. We need to let it go. Jesus offers a personal relationship. Personal. Yeah, I've been married for 43 years. We have gone through a death of a child. We've gone through... Bad times in debt and, and good times in blessing. We've gone through the blessing of grandkids. Nothing like grandkids. But in our time together, we have grown closer and closer and deeper and deeper in relationship and love. I, I didn't text her once a year. I didn't write her a letter every now and then. Maybe on two holidays, her birthday, and someone would show up and say, hey, let alone show, I love you. There was a personal relationship, a connection that occurred. And Jesus says, I want a personal relationship. Not a distant one, a personal one. He says, I felt your pain. I gave my love. I came from heaven so I could personally deliver it. I fought for you. And I did it on the cross. So no one could mess it up. No one could destroy it. No one could overcome it. It was final. Are there areas in your life that your heart has become hard? Maybe you've just never opened up to let God's love really come in. Maybe you you once knew it, but you've gone away and it's come a little bit distant. There's a hardness, God says, let me break it up so I can give to you all that I have. Where do you need to see that breaking in your heart? Think about it for a second. Number two, I need to break through. To break through means there's enemy lines. There's, there's a pushback. There's an enemy that says, no, I'm gonna keep you right where you're at. Every time you try to get out of it, I'm gonna trip you up. Every time you think you're making a momentum, I'm gonna pull the rug out from you. I'm gonna mess you up, continue. I'm gonna let you get a little advanced, but I keep messing with you so you stay right where you're at. Second Samuel 5.20, David went to uh, Baal-Persim uh, and he defeated the Philistines there. The Lord did it, David exclaimed. He burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So he named the place Baal Purzim, which means the Lord who bursts through. I don't care where you're stuck. I don't know where it's going on. God says, I will burst through that if you give me the opportunity. If you let me break up things in you, I will break through for you. You are one breakthrough away from seeing the Lord take you where you never believed you could possibly go? Just a breakthrough. What if you let God break through in ways you've never seen before? What if there is a breaking point in your life and you begin to realize this breaking point is now my breakthrough. God can do something new. We serve a God of breakthrough. 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 Think about that. We serve a God of breakthrough. Now, in breaking through and and breaking out, we fail to understand that often there are chains that we have taken on and weights that we have that are a part of us. To enjoy perfume, what do you gotta do? You gotta break the seal. To see a plant rise, what do you got? You gotta break through the soil. You gotta watch it break through the shell of a peanut. For you to enjoy that, you gotta break the shell up. You got to break through. For a baby chick to enjoy life, they must break through the egg. We have chains, sin. It's a debt that we owe, that we've earned. We can't say, I'm good enough. We can't say, I'm balancing the scale. There has to be a payment. There's going to be a day when we stand before God. And unfortunately, he's going to be a judge. And as you stand before him, you can't argue, I was good enough. Oh, well, let's start with the Ten Commandments. Let's start with the very first one. Love your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. How'd you do on that one? Uh, all? Yeah, all. No gap, no It's all. Uh, so, so. Jesus says that if you hate somebody, you, it's just like committing murder. How have you done in that? You hated anybody? Do we have another one? We start going through, we realize we can't be good enough. No one can be good enough. But Jesus, our attorney, our intercessor, when we've asked him, when we've engaged him, he stands up before and he goes, Dad, I know this must be paid. And they're guilty.
2: What type of defense is that?
0: Because you're guilty. But here's what I'm going to do, Dad. I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to die on the cross. So just stamp that form (laughs) debt free, debt paid, done, finished, complete. amazing it's amazing the debt is paid and more than that he goes God, why we're we here in court let's adopt them into the family who does that you should be going to the gas chamber you should be executed let's adopt them Matthew 21:44, "To see God's face, you must let him break through. To see God's face? You must let him break through. What do he break through? Fear? God, if I um, serve you, this, this, this may cost too much. This may, may take too much. And Jesus says, "There's no cost. I paid for it. Just accept it. Lord, okay, time. It just isn't the time. If I do it later on, that, that's a better time. You don't know that you have time. I'm just, I'm just not worthy of it. I, I know the pain, I know the shame, I know what I feel, I know what I've did, I know what I'm going to do. He says, "I died. When God looks for you, He doesn't say, "Are you worthy?" He says this, the blood makes you worthy. Jesus coming to life, apply the blood. The blood makes you worthy. You know, I've got these past regrets. I know I can remember all the things that I've done wrong. He says, I can't, I'm gonna erase the book. I'm tearing out the page, I'm getting rid of it. You can remember, but it's gone. You know, I come every Easter, I come every Christmas, and and it touches me, and I cry. And then I wait till next Easter to cry again. Don't wait any longer. Discover that personal relationship. I don't believe I can do it. Here's a newsflash. You can't. That's pride. Pride says you can do it. It's belief in God, it's letting God do it in you, through you. That's the trick, that's the key. I Got these lies about who I am, I got these things, I got the deception, I got this thing that, that God, you're a hard father, you're you're difficult, You, you wanna punish me, those are lies. Let me break through and show you my true love, my true nature. God says, do you know I'm seeking you right now? i chasing you right now in this moment. I always think it's funny. We tell God, I want a new life. We, we, we tell God, I want a new way of thinking. I want a new way of doing things. God, I, I, I want it to be new. I want it to be different. And you know what we follow up with right after that? But don't touch anything. That's like saying, I wanna do restoration in my kitchen. I'm wanting new cabinets, I'm wanting new, uh, new appliances. I want, a, I want you to tear this thing out and move the refrigerator over there. I want this new island, I want this like that, but don't touch anything that exists right now. I just, you know, I don't want any dirt, I don't want any chaos, I don't want any mess. God says, let me break through. Let me break through. And how do you do this? You got to recognize Jesus is the son of God. When you believe he's the son of God, that changes everything. This isn't just a good friend. This isn't a good banker. This isn't somebody that has limitations. He is the son of God, and there's nothing that he can do. He can do everything possible. There's nothing off the board. I believe you're the son of God. Then you've got to admit, I've sinned. You know, I've been proud. I've been angry. I've hurt other people. I've got this habit and stuff that I I do. And God, I, I sin. I do things wrong. I gossip. I say things. I've hurt people. Lord, I've sinned. There, you have to admit it. And when you admit it, you begin to feel the weight of that, the conviction, and then you can turn to God and says, I accept your forgiveness. I don't deserve it, but I accept it. And that takes surrender. That takes trust. I got to trust you have my best. I got to trust you. You're not going to quit on me. It takes a letting go. It takes a breaking up. You must not be ashamed you can't be silent. You have to give voice. You have to express your prayer. God, I want you to hear me. Now is your time. And now he offers mercy. Now we choose him. Last Sunday, online, Mercy was watching this service along with two others. And because there was some difficulties like that the sound wasn't coming through like they needed so they had their heads down next to the the computer so they could hear all that was being said and it said that the holy spirit just felt filled the room there's a presence there's a lifting of hands and just saying god you're god god you're real Mercy cried out to God that her family would come and be with us today. That there would be time that they would come to know. No more waiting. They would know our hearts are going cold. We've gotten away. Let's restore them. Let's get it back together. Come, God, break things up. There was even a praying for many of you that you would come and be here this day. Come, break through our self-made walls in our will. And mercy asked for mercy for you. Right after that prayer, she had an aneurysm. And she went into the hospital. This last Thursday, she passed away. But God has granted her final plea because her family is filling the front rows today. You are here today as she has prayed for you and said, let there be a breaking up, let there be a breakthrough, let mercy come for you. I want you to bow your heads for a second. I want you to pray with me. Lord, I want everyone to pray out loud. Lord, I believe you're the son of God. I need your authority. I need your love. I need you to come now. I need you to break me out out. of these trenches in my life. life. And Lord, Lord, I admit, admit, I've sinned. I've I've been proud, proud, arrogant. arrogant. Take a moment, just talk to God, name some things. Let him talk to you right now. Say God, yeah, this is, yeah, I've been that, yes, God. And God, repeat with me. God, I don't deserve it, but I accept your forgiveness. I accept your blood. I am choosing you. So Lord, I surrender. I trust you. You come. You be powerful in my life and I'm speaking this out loud I'm not being silent I'm asking you to come be God of my life now in your name I'm gonna have the ushers come right now if you prayed that prayer there's just a resource and there's also a card in there that will help you get some more resources Uh, we, we don't want you to start without that and so if you prayed that prayer in a minute when they come down, just raise your hand and they're going to give it to you. There's a, a card in it. It's like this. And I just, there's a QR code on the other side. You can scan it and you can fill out that or you can just fill out this card. Or you can simply just text BASE, B A S E, it's what we pray, to 714 455 3113. Because I want you to have this. I want you to have a good start. I want you to be able to, to grow, to develop. I, I want there to be life change in your life. But my question is, where do you specifically need a breakthrough? Where is there a trench? Where is there a hold? Where is there a place that you need God to come and show who he is? Let's watch this video.
2: Um, I get there, they take everybody else out of the van, they come back and they get me out of the back. Uh, They they wheel me in to, they've already processed everybody through, so it's just me then and the the sheriffs. Uh, They put me in a holding cell, they take me out for another, I forget exactly what we were doing. um, And I hear the sheriff say that they're gonna release me.
3: I uh, get a text message uh, from my brother-in-law that, he's gotten a message from Bill uh, through someone else that Bill's gonna be released between eight and nine o'clock at the Victorville bus station on Highway 18. And okay, so I call the bail bondsman and I tell him this, and he says that that can't happen, that doesn't happen. This kind of thing doesn't happen. He says, let me call and check into it, and and I'll find out, you know, what's going on.
2: Again, I'm not working, income's not coming in. I really don't have $4,000 that I'm gonna have available to cover that. And then I find out amazingly that I'm just gonna be released. So again, God.
3: So my sister-in-law and I, we got this information and the bail bondsman calls me back and he said, you're right, they are going to release him. No bond, you know, no bail, just release him. That, that was God. You know, someone that does this for a living tells me that that cannot happen. This, this kind of stuff doesn't happen. No, it does when we pray. And we had lots of you praying with us. Um, and that's our God. He's so good. Mm-hmm
1: when I got to see Pastor Terry um, on December 22nd of 2021 for counseling and inner healing that I can declare God's glory and that she helped me go alongside with what God was already working on me to heal me from my mind, body, and soul of all of the hurt that I struggled with since I was three years old with rejection and not feeling enough and and not thinking that um, people are going to want to be around me. And just so many of the negative lies that the enemy tells us all the time that that is all gone. It's healed. And I'm just excited to see the more miracles that God is going to do in my life.
2: My attorney goes to court with the judge to talk about me qualifying for home confinement. Um, the DA is supposed to be there, and I know he's not gonna authorize that. The judge's not gonna let it go mm. if the DA doesn't sign off on it, and I know he won't. Uh, it just so happens that he doesn't show up for court that day. So it's just my attorney and the judge, and the judge decides that that's gonna be okay. So he signs off on that. A year sentence turned out to be six months of home confinement.
3: Every step of the way, from the moment of impact, all the way through, yeah. God has been by our side.
2: Emotionally, financially, yes, just putting people in the right place to help us, you know, get through this and try and heal a little bit. Um, you can't outgive God. I'm telling you.
0: There are so much to that story yet to share of miracles after miracle, from the day that the accident happened to his broken body, to it being healed, to being able to provide jobs when he wouldn't be allowed to because of the charges against him and he got providing, charge, uh, providing jobs, to the fact that even just about a few weeks ago, the reason we're even to share this finally today, it's all complete, it's all been wrapped up, and the judge has reviewed the case and expunged all charges. The song says the king of kin He becomes my defender. As I face defeat, he climbs into the trenches with me. On the back. There's a breakout. Where there was captivity, there's a breakout. When there has been lies and limitations, there's a breakout. It's a holy breakout. It's a blessing breakout. It's something surprisingly we could not anticipate. Three armies are going to war. After seven days and going a roundabout way, they find that their cells are in the desert. There's no water. There's nothing to support the army. They are in dire straits and people are gonna start to die. Finally, one of them says, is there a man of God that we can talk to? There's a remembrance in that moment. Is there a man of God? And they go, well, yeah, there's, a, there's Elijah. And the three kings find themselves standing at this tent flap of the prophet. They have forgotten God's voice. They've ignored God's voice, but they're there to hear it now. And Elijah comes out and he says, oh my gosh. You two guys, you're evil. You've done nothing but evil. I'm just gonna keep my tongue right now. The things I want to say to you. He looks to the third. But you, you king are righteous. And because of you, I will prophesy. get me in position because I need to cool down and he begins to play in the middle of that playing he says the Lord says dig ditches dig trenches you're in a desert you need water your army has been marching and are exhausted and the, the advice is to dig trenches I mean, fill the ground. I just want you to tear the whole area up, dig ditches. So the kings go out there and they start having their men dig ditches. And suddenly God causes a rush of water to come through, pouring through that dry area and filling all the ditches with all the water that they need. God in a dry place God in an unfamiliar place, God in a place of no hope will come and bring blessing and he will fill your trenches with blessing. He will fill them with who he is as you trust in him, as your hope is in him. If we expect to receive his blessing, if we expect to receive more, we must prepare to receive it. We must make application and make sure we're ready so when it comes, we can catch it. To receive, we must enlarge our hearts, our ability to receive. And then God's gonna release floodwaters and fill the ditches. As you trust, whatever ditch or trench that you're at right now, in that dry place, God is gonna surprise you with blessings. So worship team comes. God promises you, Prepare, dig ditches, and God will bless you. 2 Corinthians 3.18. All of us who have had that veil removed, that darkness of honors and heaven that removed... Can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him. God is going to take you from glory to glory. He's going to have you reflect Him. He's going to have you understand Him. He's going to have you act like Him and be like Him. As He, as we just let Him do it, He will begin to do that in us. Where can you bless and start speaking? Breakout. In your body? God, you need to bless us. I need you you to do something. In your family, God, I need you to bless us. I need you to do something different. We can't keep on in our own trenches. We need you to overrun it with your blessing. In the way that you do things, the way that you think, in your mind, in your emotions, God, I need you to come. I need you to come. Fill me. Fill me with something that's not me. Wash away these thoughts, these systems, these ways of doing things. God, I need you to break up stuff in my life. I need you to break through what is holding me down. God, I need you to break out. Break out with blessing. Who needs to bring mercy to someone else? we close when we let God break up our stuff when we let God break through where the enemy is holding our hearts God will break out in surprising blessings you stand with me right now we're just going to recognize God and just worship him for what he's done at the cross and if you need special prayer in this moment you can go over to the side over here and John will pray with you God, we thank you for the blood. We were lost, we were blind. We were running out of time, but Jesus, you made a way.